Hello friends, welcome to another episode of Find Your Career Calling. This episode is part of the intern series. As some of you may know, I interned at Google back in 2018. And while I was there, I recorded a few podcast episodes with my other intern friends. Now, these friends have gone on to work at the likes of top companies like McKinsey and Bain, or some have even stayed at Google or started their own thing. In one of the other episodes, you can hear about interns in Google Marketing Solutions, and that's definitely worth a listen to if you want to find out more about the ad business of Google. It's also really important to note that finding what you love and finding what career choice you want to pursue after university is a really tricky thing to do. And even if you are already in a job and you want to pivot away because you feel unfulfilled by it, it's still difficult and sometimes you need a bit of guidance to get you to the next step. If you enjoyed this podcast and think that you can benefit from a bit more clarity and confidence in your next step, then visit fycareercalling.com and I'll be glad to give you some help with that. So with that, I hope you enjoy this episode. I had a lot of fun recording it. I hope you take a lot of insights. Hello friends, welcome to Find Your Career Calling podcast, the intern series. In a special edition, we find out what current students are up to to find our next step outside of university. In this episode, I have my friend Giovanni, currently interning at Google with me, and he will tell us how he's come here all the way from India and working for Uber. Welcome to the show. Hi, hi, Pauline. Thank you for uh, this interview. <laughs> I'm pretty excited. So I'm, uh, I'm Giovanni, but bro, they call me Gio. And I'm originally from South Italy, but then my career and university choices have made me go all over the world. So I've been moving quite a lot been living in three different continents in six different nations and most recently I've been living for one year in India an exciting country working for Uber so you're just an Italian boy lost in India tell us the story sure so actually it's quite interesting so I've always been fascinated by emerging markets and previously I had lived for two months in Shanghai attending Fudan University where I studied sustainability and over there I mean I crashed with dynamics in emerging markets and what can happen there every day is different from one another so I decided to apply for an international university program and I ended up in Ahmedabad in the middle of nowhere in (laughs) India studying and then working in New Delhi wow and how did what was your first impression of India Oh, the first impression was kind of, what am I doing here? <laughs> I mean, I was moving from Italy at that time, uh, a place I love, yeah. a, a place where I love the food, I love the people, I love wherever. So I was finding myself in India with 50 degrees, living in a student <laughs> dorm, attending tough courses with kind of mathematics genius. Yeah. So, I mean, the first month was, was pretty tough. Did you ever feel, oh gosh, okay, let me go back to Italy. <laughs> let me go back to home. Yeah, especially after the first food poisoning. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> and then, but after that, uh, everything got easier. I mean, I started to understand better the markets, the people, yeah. getting along with them. And everything went much better. What did your parents say when you decided to move? Oh, they were quite kind of shocked. 
telling me, okay, why India? I mean, why Southeast Asia? You yeah. could have gone somewhere else. Yeah. I mean, they were not understanding my choice naturally. Yeah. But as I was 100% convinced about that, I wanted to put myself out of my comfort zone, yeah. trying to struggle for something I feel grow both as a person and as a student. Yeah. And how did Uber come about? Uber came about after the first five months I was living there. So I was attending this postgraduate program in IIM Ahmedabad, which is one of the most prestigious universities in India. And over there, they have a kind of weird recruitment process in the sense that companies go to these colleges and then all the people of the college apply for all the companies. So it's actually super competitive. And they organize kind of career fair, an entire week in which people apply, interview one round after one other. So it's pretty exciting. You have to wake up at five in the morning, <laughs> rush into the common wow. room, then wait for them to call. That's crazy. That's almost turning university into a job center. <laughs> exactly the same. And the most interesting thing is that it was uh, managed by students. So students oh, were, wow. yeah, were part That's of amazing. the placement committee. So reviewing your CVs. What's the employment rate for university graduates? Because it seems that's quite an effective system. Yeah, for this university, I am Ahmedabad is 100% in the moment of graduation. Yeah, sounds like it's a good system. Yeah, I mean, and this university is one of the most attractive in in India and I will say in the world. Were there, what was the demographic of the university? Was it mostly um, people from India or was it quite culturally diverse? Actually, mostly people from India, Mm. they're struggling a lot in attracting people from abroad because, you know, there's a kind of cultural barrier that brings people to to move to India. So mainly we're Indians. Did you, so were your friends mostly people from all over the world? Did you manage to find kind of internationals or were you mostly with Indians? So as full-time students, we were just in five internationals studying there. Oh, wow. But then for a couple of uh, semesters... Other people from Europe and the U.S. came in, but just for us exchange students. So we're just seizing the opportunity to travel all around India. That's amazing. And how did you feel in terms of, you know, the professional landscape? What was the bit, what, what did you feel were the major industries? Because, for example, pretty much in, in Europe, it's pretty, well, in the U.K., I would say, it's very much service, tertiary industries, you know, people go to service co- professions. Yeah. How is it in India in terms of the professional landscape? Uh, in terms of, in the services sectors, I mean, jobs are booming. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, India is becoming to attract investments from abroad, especially from Japan and China. Oh, I didn't know that about Japan. Yeah, there are so many Japanese companies moving there both for services and manufacturing. So there are so many jobs going up. Mm. And there's a lot of immigration from Africa as well to find jobs in India. Wow. It's a country that is growing so fast, which is innovating so fast. And especially in the services sector, there are startups booming. There are so many Indians that are trying to do something, give back something to their country by betting on entrepreneurship and stuff like that. So now that you moved to India... You started this university, every single facet of this university is challenging, but you can also kind of appreciate how it's one of the prestigious, one of the most prestigious universities in India, and they really, really work hard in student recruitment. I wanted to deep dive into your experiences with Uber, because Uber, of course, has, it is massive company globally, and we, they've recently, you know, had a lot of bad press. And this was, I think, this was last year that you worked with them for a year. And I wanted to kind of 
and this was during the time, the turbulent time that Uber was undergoing all this bad press anyway. So that's interesting that you were, you can bring an insight to it. I kind of wanted to get an overview of how, how you felt at that time and what made you kind of choose Uber and, and what was the, the culture? Is it exactly how it's portrayed in the media? Yeah, cool. Got it. So I remember that when I was taking part into the recruitment process, when I was selected from Uber, so I received the email with short lease to interview with them, I told myself, wow, you know, what a company. I mean, I would have loved to work for them. They're such a company who is innovating the way we live, the way we move. It's a disruptor. And yeah, it's a disruptor, the way we get from a place to another. So it was super exciting. And I decided to put all my bets on that, preparing crazy because they have a kind of uh, competitive hiring process. You have to solve some numerical tests and Excel tests. Then they have kind of general discussions in which you have to discuss with your peers about topics that are trending into the market, for example, price wars and so on. Mm-hmm. And then there's a final interview. Actually, I was not expecting to, 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 to get this place, especially in India, since I, I was a kind of an outsider. But that was also one of the reasons probably they chose me, because I could have given a different perspective. I remember that I didn't have any kind of expectation my first day of work. I was really curious to see how things were going on into the company. I was hearing about a lot of bad media, good media. You know, Uber had the kind of, has always had the kind of controversial position in the market and in the media space. So I, I didn't know what to expect. I was pretty open-minded to to see that uh, and to experience myself. Uh, what I discovered is that there were so many bright people working there, mm-hmm. hard workers, a lot of genius, I will say, yeah. super committed to the company, to helping each other. I received a lot of else, both from my managers and my peers. Yeah. I, I don't know, I was free to ask. Yeah, was uh, it quite an international workforce? Were, were there lots of expats working for Uber in India? So I would say no, there were not so many, but yeah. still there were some of them. Yeah. There were some of them doing three, four months exchanges, company exchanges. So okay, they yeah, were yeah. coming so, from yeah. other Uber offices. Yeah, in New like, York. A like a second mint. Exactly, yeah. a second mint. So there were people who were employed by Uber in New York, yeah. but they were experiencing three, four months in India because naturally the market is different, dynamics are different, yeah. and you get to learn a lot. And if you're able to to grasp what is happening there, understand how to framework that and bring that back to your own nation, then you win when you go back when you go back. Did you have the same did they have the same perks as Google? <laughs> uh, I mean I'm just imagining free curries. <laughs> no, is, I, mean, it, it's, I mean it's an interesting question. They had perks. Naturally it's it's difficult to reach the same kind of perks that you yeah. get at Google, you know that. Here it's incredible, but still, you, you, got, you got some Uber credits, free food. Yeah. They were trying to help you the most, yeah. uh, that was really appreciated. You got discounts on Uber Eats, so yeah. it was cool when yeah, you got Uber back Eats. home to get 30% <laughs> discounts on your dinner. <laughs> yeah, but it was pretty amazing, especially for the nature of the projects there. Yeah, and um, did you, so what was the proudest achievement that you did while you were at Uber? Uh... My greatest achievement was to actually deliver an impact in a team of locals. Yeah. So I was the only one international, the only one intern in a consolidated team of managers and senior managers from India. And I succeeded in giving my perspective to a real problem they were facing. 
uh, problem related to safety because I was working in the central operations, the safety divisions. So we were trying to develop a framework to give a score to drivers and then find out operationally how to make them better. And then the project was implemented at the very end, mm-hmm. and I was super proud of this. They were happy because of my insights that were, they were belonging to a different kind of world. So when you can mix up the culture, you get with an unexpected result. I think a much better result. Mm-hmm. It's one, one of the best examples of cooperating internationally, probably. Yeah. So you really learned a lot there. And did you feel did you feel that there were days when you were oh this is this is really challenging? I I certainly had a lot of challenges in my past internships. Did you have a lot of challenges in Uber in terms of, I mean, you've talked about the culture a little bit, but did you feel that there were, there were days when you were, okay, so I have to look at this differently because of where I am, because I'm in India? Yeah, mm, yeah, I think that you face that difficulty consistently with your experience of working there. First of all, because you're living completely out of your comfort zone. Yeah. 24-7. So there's always a moment during the day in which you ask yourself, am I doing the right things now? Yeah. What I can say is that you actually don't know. I mean, you just try to do your best and get till the end of the day. But still, even if that question comes up to your mind, you really don't know how to answer in those kind of situations yeah. because you're consistently with a high level of stress. Were there any moments when you were like, oh, I want to give up? <laughs> and how did you get yourself out of it? Because for me, I, I just I just go, oh, this is really hard. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a break. I'm going to calm myself. I'm going to go to the gym. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, there were so many moments in which I was telling myself, oh, it's kind of tough working in emerging markets because you feel alone as well. Yeah. So you were going out from the office and there was no one following you or joining you for dinner, especially at weekends, temperature how high, everyone has to do their stuff, Yeah. Uh, kind of different habits as well. So you also learn how to cope, you know, with loneliness as well. Yeah. You probably clear up your mind, you understand which are your priorities. You also learn to be with yourself, you know, it yeah. doesn't mean being alone, being lonely. It means just being with yourself. Yeah, I think it's, that's, an, that's almost a next kind of maturity, you know, that's when you know you're maturing. Exactly, exactly. And when you face that, you're ready to do whatever is next. What did you do outside of Uber? Did you do other stuff? Did you have time to do other stuff? Yeah, I mean, I was finding time to explore the place. Mm-hmm. I'm a kind of passionate traveler, so I was trying to seize all the opportunities I had to go around India. I was actually invited to a wedding, oh, so cool. I showed up to a <laughs> wedding of people, people I didn't even know. I mean, wow. I was kind of the guest of the broom, even yeah. if I haven't met him in my yeah. entire life, and it was super cool. Yeah, three I heard days Indian, wedding. I heard, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I heard Indian weddings are just lit. <laughs> yeah. It, they spend so much money on on three days. It's crazy. It was uh, an unforgettable experience. I mean, if I get the oh. chance to do that again, I will yeah. just fly there for the wedding, just for the yeah. wedding. I have a friend in Delhi and I call, he's he's not engaged yet, but I'm always thinking, okay, I'm there. <laughs> I'm waiting. <laughs> I'm waiting for my invite. <laughs> and then the other thing I recall is that Mm, while you're living there, you feel a fire inside yourself. So you really want to explore and get in touch with the culture. I remember sometimes 
in on Sundays when I didn't know what to do, mm. I just got a Uber, went to Delhi and Chandri Chok Market, which yeah. is one of the biggest market in the world. Yeah. And hang around there. Find... What was it? You just said exactly. Just hearing what you just said, if you say that someone who was not. I guess educated or who doesn't really have an open mind, they will just think, "Oh my God, that sounds so dangerous." A Westerner in an emerging market, you know, in a developing yeah. country by themselves, you're gonna get mugged, you're gonna get robbed, you know, you're gonna get harassed by people wanting to have pictures with you. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's true, but it's kind of it's part of your learning path. I mean, yeah. if you really want to step out of your comfort zone, you need to take bold decisions, and. I think that those can be considered as bold decisions. Mm. Just step out, try to understand their culture, try trying to be in their shoes, and buy their clothes, eat their food, yeah. trying to appear them as someone different, someone who can really get adapted to their culture. Once they will notice that you were able to get adapted to their culture, they will start telling themselves, "Oh." Jesus, it got adapted to this. I mean, yeah. it, it can do that. And you can see that as a personal, you know, as a personal Because, challenge. Yeah. Did you did you get into any... Did you see any trouble or did you experience any trouble whilst you were in India? You were there quite a long time. Yeah, I mean, there were so many troubles I can recall. For example, at the beginning, food poisoning. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's... it's it it's, happens. It's very common, yeah. <laughs> it happens. And you it's need to take, I mean... 100% attention to what you're drinking. Mm -hmm. So they care about the water, where you get the water. Hygiene level is a little bit, I mean, is lower than yeah. what we're used to in the Western world. Yeah. Then being consistently on the alert because of malaria yeah. and other kind of disease. Yeah. You are always, I mean, on the edge. You need to be careful and on the alert. So you've been in Uber and you're loving India. How did Google or how did the path to Google come about? So actually, I really loved my what I was doing at Uber. Yeah. But I realized that it was time to get back to Europe for uh, another exciting and cool experience. So I applied to Google uh, for an internship. Yeah. It was training that matched I me. Mean, Google is a huge brand. And has always attracted me, so I just applied, and then it was called. Yeah, they it was one call. of the lucky one. <laughs> But was the Uber an internship? Are yeah, it was an internship. Yeah. And yeah, then you have to. We can't talk about the interviewing stage of Google. But so we got in, and that's it, really. And you're here. <laughs> yeah, that's that's why I'm here now. I mean, if I'm here now, it means that. Having coffee I, with me? <laughs> yeah, I really, I hate the interviews. <laughs> yeah, and what what's the next step? What do you think? Where do you see yourself? So I still see myself working in the tech space. Yeah. Because, I mean, uh, our world is evolving and moving towards that path or along that path. So I really, I'll try to do my best and be always updated regarding technology, how technology is shaping our life and how to decline technology in everyday lives of yeah. everyone's life. And I think that this is the magic of Google. Probably in the long run, I will to run my own company mm -hmm. and still do something, having an impact for 
for the people, for everyone's. What a better school than Google. Right. So probably I'm going to stay here for what a couple I... of years more. What? That, that is so true. I think they, Google really gives you that space to do your side projects and have your core exactly. role and just really grow personally as well. And then what I see is that you have the freedom to enlarge your set of skills, become better professional, a better man. And the other incredible positive thing is that you are always surrounded by incredible smart people. And you're never afraid to ask and learn from them. Yeah, exactly. And I think it's so important. Just to finish off, what advice would you give to yourself back when you were first year of university and you were just, you know, just starting your the next phase in your life? Yeah, I mean, a personal advice I will give to my youngest self is that to never let things down, persevere try to enlarge your network, your peer network as well, because mm. usually people are very concerned in building up a network with already experienced professional. Mm -hmm. But I think it's very important to uh, enlarge your network among your peers. Yeah. Because it will be the one working in the future yeah. with you. For and sure. if you know them from the very early stage, you will get an advantage because most of the times you will be working with people yeah. you know, or at least that they know you. Yeah, building your network and building that connection early on is, yeah. is key. With people of your same age, of yeah. your same classes. and Awesome. Thank you so much, Giovanni. You're welcome. It was a pleasure. <laughs> See you. If you got to the end of this episode and feel like you want to find your career calling, check out fycareercalling.com where I can help you gain clarity and confidence in your next step. If you enjoyed this episode, please don't forget to like, subscribe and share it with a friend. Because friends, life is too short. Find what you love.